0: It's another episode of Aging with Energy. We like to call it the Old Guys Travel Show. Happy to be supported by our good friends at Retirement Sherpa and the Chamber Plan.
1: Could you tell where my head was at when you found me?
0: Today we'll be talking about Palm Springs, California. I lived in Los Angeles for parts of four years and never went to Palm Springs. And I was supposed to actually go to Palm Springs in 2020 I was going to do a week in Phoenix And a week in Palm Springs I got sick in Phoenix I spent the the extra week in the hospital I got to Palm Springs for one day Because that's where our flight was booked out of And last uh, February We called it the Palm Springs (laughs) Do-Over Just quickly about the Palm Springs Airport It's one of the most unique airports I've ever been in Because once you go through the initial terminal part,
1: you actually go back outside. Do you remember this? No, Howard. I never flew into uh, Palm Springs. I've been there twice. It was so nice, I went there twice. Come on. But but neither time... Uh, got to fly. It just didn't work out that I could fly into Palm Springs because it's a smaller airport. Yeah. So I was in LAX twice and then drove up. Right, right. Yeah. So this time our trip, uh, we flew into Palm Springs. It's, again,
0: very unique airport. You, you'll know you're in California because, like I said, you're, you go through the terminal and you're actually outside again. So we spent three or four days in Venice, California. And on another episode, we'll talk about what it was like hanging out in Santa Monica and, and an area of Los Angeles. I didn't spend much time. But that's for a different episode. This was my kind of one month in Palm Springs. And uh, both of us have spent time there. So we're going to talk about different aspects of the experience. I can talk a lot about the golf experience, which is what a lot of people go there for. True. The, re, the weird thing is, I didn't actually go to Palm Springs, the city, more than a couple of times. Went there for dinner a few times because where I was staying is La Quinta, La Quinta. Which a lot of people who follow golf know Is the home of some of the most famous Courses in California There's PGA West There's the Nicholas course They play a tour event there And you know it's a very You know it's Like I said it's the perfect golf weather every day You know it starts off cool in the morning Light winds it gets into the early twenties. You're wearing shorts, but you know you're wearing shorts. You're warm by nine thirty or ten. Later in the day, it cools down again, and it really is environmentally one of the best places that I've played golf. Did you play any golf when you were there?
1: No, I didn't. I've been there twice, and uh, both times with Delisa. No, that wasn't that wasn't part of our plans. And and both times, I stayed right in Palm Springs proper.
0: Well, maybe we can talk a little bit about Main Street in Palm Springs I'm talking about where the giant Marilyn Monroe is Mm -hmm. And it's As you pointed out on a recent show It's a great walking little town Because it's not Mm. It's not huge No You know, it's four or five blocks of stores and shops and restaurants
1: It's fantastic Because in any type of food you can think of Is available in that little stretch Right Um really any type of food you can think of it's almost like um, you know that that's one of the attributes of again of toronto is the food that's available and palm springs is like that and just on the outsides of palm springs when you talk about walking there are just so many hiking trails and canyons to explore and that's really where we concentrated our efforts in that aspect of it well that
0: part fascinated me too we took a couple of trips for different reasons to basically north of palm springs for quite a bit like all the way to joshua tree which you and i can talk about and then another trip for uh, a different reason where i ran into our buddy george Strombolopoulos. but i'd never really spent much time in that environment and i found it fascinating it's funny we've talked a lot recently about you know loving the ocean and Looking out at the water is great, but there's something, there's a different vibe about that desert scape.
1: Definitely, and driving in from Los Angeles, you know, the the geography changes, which I find fascinating, and driving down into Palm Springs, it was really my first experience with wind farms. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, just, like, unbelievable. Fascinating, you know, ugly on one hand, fascinating on another. Then you... You do a little investigating, you understand why the way the winds come and the uh, the energy that that produces that it all makes sense, and it's cool the way they've all they put them all out in a certain area that you know you don't really see them in the town because no. again, they're not the most attractive things. Another note on driving from L.A. into Palm Springs. I got hungry along the way and stopped at an In and Out Burger, and again, <laughs> not a, a, a disappointment for me. It was yeah. like, what? This is what? Would what? Everyone always this talks is what about it. I talks know. Talks about anyway. You know, it's funny you mentioned
0: that drive because, as I mentioned quickly, that we'd gone to Venice. We flew into Palm Springs, were there for a couple of days. Then went to Venice, and again, having lived in Los Angeles, I'd been to Venice Beach, but I'd never done that drive. The one that you just described, and I found that fascinating. Oh, yeah. because you're leaving, you know, Santa Monica. You go, you go through the center of Los Angeles, past uh, the arena. Not sorry, the uh, stadium. Don't remember its name, but they were having the Super Bowl there that week. And then all of a sudden, again, you're into this desert scape, and you know, I would also recommend that. It, it really was, you know, if you've said this too, you know, you're into geography and yeah, and. The geography changes as you're getting into the desert. You know, you go from the, the ocean, you know, you go from the, the sea to the desert. And back to going north of uh, Palm Springs. And by the way, those that wind farm is outside. It's north and west of the, the city. It's interesting because you can see it from the freeway, but you can't see it from Palm Springs.
1: No. No, that's what I'm saying. There was a lot of thought put into that. And you appreciate why it's there and their, you know, inability, not inability, but you know, it's the best way to serve that community with electricity. The other fascinating thing, I'm sure you've experienced this, but I
0: hadn't. So we left our place in La Quinta, which is about 40 minutes, the opposite direction. It's south and east of Palm Springs. And we start heading north and it might've been about, I don't know, 80 degrees. And by the time we got to our destination in the high desert, The day we went to Joshua Tree, you know, you're wearing jackets again. It was in the early Mm -hmm. 60s. Mm -hmm. I found that amazing. Mm -hmm. I also found the trip to Joshua Tree one of my favorite days because you can drive around, you go into the park, you know, you pay a little nominal fee, whatever it is. And then you're just left on your own. And we, you know, you can look out at the canyons, you can see forever. But we also stopped a couple of times
1: and just walked by ourselves in the desert. And it like All it, sorts of vistas. I, what amazed me about Joshua Tree, uh, the park, was even within that park, the different climates. Yes. Like, we drive down sort of into a little valley area, and it would be warm. Again, not as warm as Palm Springs. And then a couple of areas, we get out of the car, and the wind was blowing, and it was cold.
0: Yes, I know. Just
1: bizarre. And for someone
0: like me, I grew up in the prairies, and I've lived in different places, but I'd really not spent much time in that environment.
1: Yes. And again another reason, you know, another reason we travel to experience things that just aren't the norm where we're from. Um another uh difference in climate too and I I had recommended you guys do this and you didn't. About an hour away from Palm Springs you drive up a mountain mm-hmm. to a little town called Idlewild. And it was unbelievable. It was 85 degrees in Palm Springs. We get in the car for an hour and all of a sudden we're in this little town with snow on the ground.
0: <laughs> no, I know.
1: And it was like something at a like Colorado or Alberta or something. It was this western feeling town with snow on the ground and little coffee shops and people in their lumber jackets and yeah. it was just it was it was really really cool. And the mayor of the town is a dog, and they explain <laughs> they 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 have the the mayor is a dog because it just helps them vote on things easier when they have that figurehead as the That's mayor. That's really funny. And, no, it was something else. And then we we sat there, we had lunch, and we were cool. And it, again, it was like spring in in Ontario, and and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, we get back in the car, and forty five minutes later, it's hot again. It was it was great. Um, all I wish around- you had done that. I sh- I, you know real- what?
0: I, sh- I wish you I know. had now. Mm-hmm. Um, around Joshua Tree, there's all these little towns. We stopped in one and had a great uh, Mexican meal at a restaurant that really was just some some tables outside on the dirt. <laughs> like mm-hmm. There's those kinds of experiences. And then all the way to dining, fine dining in La Quinta. There were so many restaurants. Uh, but I wanted to mention one restaurant in... Palm Springs that was recommended by a buddy of mine here, Stinky, and it's called Kitty's Fountain Grill. And it's one of those places where it's sort of famous for the fact that it's just like stepping back in time. It was established in the 1950s and we went the perfect time. Went there on a Sunday morning and it's the kind of food, it's that old-fashioned American food, it's waffles and fried chicken, it's pancakes mm-hmm. and the coffee cups are those old mugs and Pat we iced stuff <laughs> exactly and mm-hmm. we sat at the counter the diner counter with the formica tabletops and the padded circular stools and it, it was really an experience And i know I, it's funny that i picked that out to share as a highlight for me because honestly there's so many you know, in, in la quinta especially it's a bit more of a wealthier area and there's every kind of restaurant, but in Palm Springs, that was one of the highlights. We went there for breakfast. We went to, you know, mainstream Palm Springs. There's everything from vegan, you know, every type of vegan food to you know more fat guy food. But this particular place, Kedys K E D Ys Fountain and Grill, is one of those places. If you're in the area and you're looking for a like a 1950s breakfast, that's where I'd recommend you go
1: um one probably top notch experience for me there again we like to walk and if I say hike but we we go the hiking trails that are flat and easy cuz that's just the way we are but the indian canyons and there's several when you get there you got to get a map or you got to get a book and it tells you about all the walking trails and the canyons that you can experience which are just unbelievable really something else but this one Uh, walking uh, tour through a canyon ended up through the desert, ended up at a real oasis. Wow. So it's parched, it's dry, it's rocky, there's nothing going on. You come around this corner and you see this vegetation and you walk upon this oasis and to stand there and go, I'm actually at an oasis. (laughs) (laughs) Like Like we used to see on cartoons. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) And again, there were some canyons with the waterfalls and stuff. It's just breathtaking. It again, is. you take pictures, it does does no justice whatsoever. Yeah,
0: I've got some pictures. Speaking of which, that I and I'm not really, I don't know about you. I'm not much of a picture taker on vacation. I probably should take more, but I, you know, who do you show them to? Usually, I take pictures now when I'm away to send it to my kids or to friends and say wow. But I took some pictures on some golf courses, which I'm going to segue to here before we wrap up where we we had a a pretty um one night it rained and i and all of a sudden now there's snow on some of those mountains where there was none the day before yeah and i stopped on a golf course one day and turned around and i was like just stunned mm-hmm. because it's it, it's hard to get your head around you're in this desert area but in the distance in the not too far distance mm-hmm. are there like mountains rocky mountain style mountains
1: mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so speaking of golf, here's the, uh, here's the bottom line. It's very expensive to golf there. If you want to play the famous courses, there's uh, the PGA West Stadium course. There's the Nicholas course. Pete Dye is a very famous uh, golf course architect. I bring him up because if you've ever watched the Players' Championship with that Island Green, he designed that course. So everyone wants to play those courses. And here's the trick. If you want to play those courses, you know, there's always deals to be had. But if you, if you want to get on a golf course of any note before 1 o'clock in the afternoon, it can cost you between 175 and $300 Canadian, um, American. Yeah. Wow. It's too much money. Mm-hmm. So don't do that. I'm going to give you a couple of courses that I found and again, I, I got on, I did this once. I played the Pete Dye uh, Desert, uh, the Dunes course near near where I was staying. I treated myself one day and I got a deal on a, on a site that I'm going to pass on that has great deals called golfnow.com. And this is how I booked golf. So I found a deal one day and I got onto that course for 175 American. I know still more money than I'd like to spend to play golf, but I did that one day. The rest of the time, I found courses in sort of the 60 to 110, 120 U.S., still expensive, but great Mm. golf courses that you could play. Because the reason they, after 2 o'clock in the afternoon, in the the wintertime, you're not going to get to play 18 holes. So the prices drop, but you might get 10 or 12 holes in, and then it gets too cold and then dark. So I'm going to give you a couple of courses. One is the Desert Dunes Golf Club. And it's designed by a guy named Robert Trent Jones. I played there a couple times. Another course I played is called Cimarron Maximum. I'm looking at it right now. You could play at 9 o'clock in the morning for somewhere between $59 and $102. And and the last one I'll mention is something called the Mission Hills course. But in general, if all you remember is this, golfnow.com. I've used it a couple times in different places, and it really will save you a lot of money if you want to golf in Palm Springs. Okay?
1: And further to that, in an upcoming episode, I'm going to be talking about being in the Tarpon Springs area of Florida where you can golf all week long, twice a day if you want, and not spend more than $40 on a round of golf. And, and he's not
0: talking about mini putt. He's talking about real golf.
1: Oh, no, no, and they're... Listen, for the casual golfers such as I, There, it hey, man, it,
0: it checks all the boxes. Another episode of Aging with Energy, the old guy's travel show, this time talking about Palm Springs, brought to you by the retirement Sherpa and the Chamber Plan.
1: Could you tell where my head was at when you found me? Me and you went to hell and bad just to find peace. Man, I thought I had everything. I was lonely.